Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Yep, yep, to the yep, yep. You already know what time it is, man. It's your girl, POC. Turn your radios up. Spread the word. Spread the message. You already know how we come in each and every Friday. Live on 900 AM WRD 96.1. Word Radio. We're tapped into the second half of our show, man. I'm excited. It's Friday, February 23rd. It's the last Friday of the month. Um, and we're kicking it off the right way because next month we're headed into the flower show back at the Pennsylvania Convention Center here in the city of Philadelphia. So I'm excited. I'm a, I'm a fan of the flower show i was just saying off air that i don't think i've missed a flower show on purpose in a very long time so i want to welcome seth pearsall to the building you know what i mean the creative director and vice president of the flower show the philadelphia flower show good morning welcome to wrd how you feeling this morning seth i'm good good morning thank you for the entry i'm feeling good there's a lot of stuff happening the energy is ramping up there's flowers there's plants <laughs> there's every kind of creative plant enthusiast, garden enthusiast, florist, uh, buzz is happening. This thing is well underway. No doubt. And before we get started, I know I gave people a little bit of your background, but can you introduce yourself so people know exactly who they're listening to? Absolutely. My name is Seth Pearsall. I'm the vice president and creative director of The Flower Show here at PHS, which means uh, I oversee the team that uh, designs, produces, and curates this uh, entire event. And um, yeah, we work on this thing. I come from a landscape design background, so awesome. landscape design, garden design, plants, horticulture. I uh, was a landscape designer before, been at PHS for about 11 years, awesome. uh, all across things, and focus on the flower show really probably over the last four years in general. So uh, I come from the uh, world of landscape design. No doubt. For those who don't know, PHS is uh, Philadelphia Horticultural Cultural Society. Um, and when it comes down to PHS, right, um, that's that is an amazing you know institution membership club to be a part of and when it comes down to the philadelphia flower show that's one of your biggest shows you know that's one of your biggest events throughout the year how much time do you all put into planning this flower show every year it's a good question and it depends what we mean by time so <laughs> i like that i'm working on you know four or five years out but very very loosely so you know we should have a sense of what we're trying to do, where we're trying to go strategically, who do we want to be, right? We should have a sense of that. And then, you know, two, three years out, we really want to start to dial into what are we trying to say? Where do we want to go? Who do we want to work with in this? Uh, and then really sort of 24 to 18 months is really when we want a lot of tactical, practical planning, right? So really, we want to have an idea of it's not just ideas anymore. We're going to make this thing real. Mm -hmm. And then it feels like nine months out is really when it's like, all right, drawings <laughs> done, people in, get quantities ordered, start sequencing things. So a um, bunch of different planning cycles based off of the scale, because as as you mentioned, uh, it's, it's a big event for PHS. Mm -hmm. It's a big phaser and it's a big connector. Um, the one thing that you might not realize about the flower show is Although PHS hosts the event, it's really a platform for all of these different groups to come, come and do thing, right? So like, come in, do your thing, we'll make a platform for you. And in that instance, there's thousands of people involved. So not a lot of events like that, but it's one of my favorite things about this event. 
definitely one of my favorite things um, come this time of the year for sure. And one thing that I love is that you always come with a, a theme for the flower show. Every flower show has its own theme. Um, so this is the second year after being outside at FDR Park. I love that you all were able to make it happen during that pandemic season for people to still be able yeah. to appreciate, you know, what the flower show has to offer. You know, so going back into the Pennsylvania Convention Center this year, you're talking about being united by flowers. Talk to me a yes. little bit about that, Seth. So um, this is a theme we've been kicking around for a little while without really realizing we were going to end up with a theme. Basically, the flower show is an aggregator, a collector of people. It's a way people can come and share a passion. If you love gardening, if you love plants, flowers, if you love beautiful thing, if you love public space design, if you love trees, however you celebrate this world, the flower show is kind of for many people, uh, an annual way that they can do that, right? So we made that the theme. And it was funny, this spring when we were workshopping some like final elements to make sure this would work, it was the same week that the Surgeon General issued the loneliness epidemic. Oh, wow. And it was kind of serendipitous because I remember thinking like, yeah, that's right. Like, you know, it, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but I don't know, we have kinship and connection with the natural world. Frequently, it's something that you do with somebody else. You can certainly do it by yourself, but, you know, garden with a friend, seed sharing, your neighborhood group. If you've got a block community, you've got a club. So United by and, Flowers. And Seth, that's crazy that you say that because for me, I took it a little deeper. And and it's crazy when you put a theme out there, you, you can never tell how a person's going to perceive it and take it in for themselves. But I thought, you know, you all were following up behind the new administration that we have in Philadelphia. Our new mayor, she pushes a united Philadelphia, a one Philadelphia. That's her slogan. So I thought that's what so, you all were going after. <laughs> well, we the planning process is slightly ahead of that. So. Okay. It actually worked perfectly, but, um, you know, truthfully, it, it felt like, I don't know, I'm feeling like a lot of places are picking up similar things. And I think culturally, whenever we see that, I think there's a need for like hungering for connection, hungering for, you know, seeing each other, et cetera. So the fact that, she, you know, she picked it up serendipitously and independently, we saw it, others are seeing it. I love when those things kind of happen in concert together. So I did notice that and I was like, yes, that's great. So no doubt. And one thing that I do notice, you know, Seth, if you, you all are bringing a lot of grassroots leaders in the city of Philadelphia to the flower show, people who are doing, you know, um, uh, horticulture around the city, people who have, you know, their own little small mom and pop shops as well. You're allowing them to come and showcase at the flower show. What made you want to bring more Philadelphian community members into the show? I think, you know, the flower show is seen as a, and it's a big entertainment event, right? Like you come, you have a great day out. Usually you come with friends or family. Hopefully you do it year after year. And, you know, we've got that down. However, there's a side that maybe not as many people know about. And that's the side that connects what the flower show is and does with the work that PHS is doing in the city, right? Mm -hmm. PHS is out in the city hopefully in your community or hopefully in, you know, your friend's community, whoever's community. And I mean, the Royal you out there, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully we're in your community doing great work, usually with people from the community. So, you know, it's been kind of a passion of the last couple of years, especially to sort of like continue to connect, like, Hey, beautiful event, 
but actually look a little bit further. And this event is supporting and very much connected with greening efforts, tree canopy efforts, yeah. community gardens, um, a number of different programs that PHS is doing year round. So I guess in short, it's to continue to further reinforce and redefine how PHS is kind of in the city making horticulture accessible for everybody. So it's kind of actually at the core of what the flower show is essentially. And I love it because it brings a, 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 a fourth, uh, I would say a new demographic to the show. You know, you can walk in there, you can see sure. all kinds of people at the flower show nowadays. And that's what I really love about it is because you're opening yeah. up to everyone. Um, even for people who've been in Philadelphia for a very long time, who love trees and flowers, they never thought that this show was for them, but they walk right. in there and they see something that's for them or they see people who look like them a part of the yeah. show as well so i appreciate the work yeah. that you're doing stuff especially as the creative director we need more people like you who are open-minded to innovation um that. And, and that may, that brings me to my next topic as far as engagement right because at first people thought you just walk around and look at flowers and you look at people ideas but now you all are engaging people you know you have workshops you have things where you can sit down and actually touch the flowers you can make your own flower crown like it's so many things that you can do at the flower show you can be there for four hours and get lost really oh my gosh yeah the <laughs> whole day there so yeah. talk to us a little about the engagement pieces why did you you know uh, implement more engagement this year so there is a lot more engagement we're continuing to ramp up i think because for events it's so easy to just get into the notion of like okay i'm in and i'm in line i'm looking at something move on what's next i feel like for a couple of different reasons number one to make the event richer more textured to make you feel like you really got something out of it other than just an emotional, you know, high. Um, and also education is yeah. a huge part of the show too. So educating by activity versus just talking or seeing. Um, and it's a great way to bring in other partners and vendors. It's a great way to, you know, continue with an educational aspect. Um, one thing that we do, we do many marketing surveys at the end of the flower show and two things always come up people say you know we're hungering for content we see phs as the authority in a space right like if i learned it from phs i, I trust it so you know with that kind of mandate from the guests we are like all right let's build our activity basis around that like people want to learn they want something to do they want to have a takeaway and um i think that's really important for the flower show for sure and um speaking about education um, it's not just about adults. You all have students in there. I mean, like fourth graders, yeah. sixth graders in there showing yeah. off, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, when it comes down to collaborating with these schools and these students, talk to me a little bit about that. How did that come about it? And why is that so important to the flower show? The educational groups. Um, so you're right. There's a lot of stuff, um, for kind of non-adult age. One of those things that you mentioned is, the fact that schools literally participate from you know high school on up to colleges actually making their gardens competing on the world stage yes. uh, they're out there they're building this thing they're working on it nine months out of the year uh and it, they punch above their weight so much in terms of quality and output that um we were able to increase all of the garden sizes for those areas by almost 300 square feet wow. so it's cool. And honestly, when I go to some of the like ceremonies after the the show is over, they're freaking tear jerkers because <laughs> really see people are looking at this field in a different way. They're meeting different people. They're seeing, oh, 
I totally I can do that. I did that. Look at the work that I did. So the education is a pretty important part. It's in a hall, which is kind of the premium design space. Uh, we love that they're there with world-class designers, mm -hmm. just making excellent work. So um, it's a cool story. It's cool work. Um, and it's like, you know, really surprising. You look at this stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, that's incredible design. So I love that. I love that. And, and I don't want to give away so, so much to the show because I want the listeners to, you know, actually show up, buy a ticket and go to the show. I encourage people to go to the show. Right. Um, but last year you all use technology at the like the palm of your fingertips to really grab people i mean you had like this ai rooms where you can walk in and you can just see things you know why do you feel like utilizing and connecting technology to the flower show has helped you all to propel you know a little further to get to the next generation it's a good question right it's there it's inescapable we use it every it's day. It's inescapable. You can't tell some people that one. Right? Like it's, uh, it's. I mean, you know, so it's sort of on the one hand, there's a, there's a modern kind of like, okay, we want to make sure information is, you know, the ways that people are used to getting it, used to seeing it. There is some really creative stuff being done in those spaces. So yeah. because we want to be, you know, kind of modern and at the forefront, we want to see those things as well. We do like to do a nice bit so it's not, you know, a lot of events are going to sort of like full screens, full immersion. That's not us. Mm -hmm. We want to use it to complement the event. It should help you have a great event, be provocative and useful. But at the end of the day, you're still looking at these incredible gardens. It still can be an analog experience. Yeah. So it's cool to have both there. I like that we're trying to sort of like, you know, walk the line I love with it. both. I love it, honestly. You got to get there early because that line will be wrapped around the building if you don't get there, there. early. I will say <laughs> I redesigned the full floor plan. I don't think we're going to have any of the crowding issues. Okay. I feel good it. The flow feels good. The aisles are nice and wide. 360 exhibits. So I feel like we've got we're ready for the crowds. We got it covered this year. All right, Seth, you just made some people smile and happy about that because the lines yes. last year. I mean, we love what, what was going on once you got inside, but to get inside, it was yeah. it, it was you were standing there for a little I while. I get it. I see you. I got you. We polished <laughs> it up this year. I've been on it. So um, I mean, I'll know in a couple of days, but I feel really good about it this year. I think we observed a few little crowd flow issues that we didn't expect and we got it. So I feel good about it. I love it, man. And for those who just tuned in again, you're listening to Seth Pearsall, who's actually the creative director and vice president of the Philadelphia flower show, which is actually happening. Can you believe it in a week? We got one week left, man. Tell the people no. the dates and how they can find more information about it. Seth. good question. So the dates of the flower show, March 10th, uh, March 2nd to March 10th uh, hours are 10 to eight every day, 10 to six on Sunday. Members come uh, an hour early. Tickets online at phsonline.org or theflowershow.com. And uh, buy your tickets ahead of time for savings. Come. It's going to be incredible. We look forward to seeing everybody there. No doubt. And Seth, you all are also doing something that people love, you know, like to get out, to have fun, find the kids a babysitter so they can go do something that they love to do. Flowers after hours. It's been something that's been going on, I would say, for the past four or five years now. Yeah, technically the past five. five. And I'm convinced it's this it's I mean, I don't want to say an underground event, but kind of like under the radar. Mm -hmm. And every year it grows. It gets more interesting 
interesting. It's got a bit of a cult following. It definitely uh, does. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. It's this insane dance party. Great DJs. You're amongst these fantastic floral and gardens. Like it's crazy. What could be better? No doubt. You know, so when it comes down to flowers after hours, what's the concept behind it? I know that people want to just get out and have fun, but coming from you, explain it a little bit more. So uh, shimmer and shine is the theme. We like to give this a little bit of a sub theme. Um, we like to convey a mood. We want to convey a way to dress that's kind of fun and fresh. We want people to kind of feel like is not just going to a club. It's not a bar. It's not a gala. It's something different, right? So it tends to be a younger audience. The energy is really, really cool. It's, you know, we open the weekend with a black tie gala, which mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, a, a lovely gala. Uh, this is kind of the tail end. So it's a little looser, much more dance heavy, great DJs. And Shimmer and Shine has got like metallic, reflective services silvers you know bronzes um and uh it's just like this crazy get together amongst all these gardens i love it man i definitely would encourage you to go to flowers after hours i mean i believe that is on the 9th of march correct <laughs> that's yep, correct the 9th of march the, the day before the last day so definitely make sure you mark your calendars for march the 9th um and steph my last question before i let you go and this is a question i wanted to ask specifically because of my listening audience i'm, I'm more of i'm a millennial so my listening audience is more of a millennial base right but when you think about the flower show people think about you know their grandmas and their aunts and their uncles going to the flower show but i'm someone who advocates like no this is something for everyone your kids you know your cousins yeah. whoever it may be you can actually have a whole friends day at the flower show right so how do yeah. we how do we you know get the next generation to be excited about horseshoe culture how do we get them to be excited about the flower show like how do we get them to be excited about these things just in your oh, what a great question there's so many ways i got a couple of talking points i think that come to mind so the first thing is come and then word of mouth i will say everybody who comes it is if you've never been it's not what you think it's not stiff old it's not a <laughs> It's not a different demographic from a different time that's, you know, a part of the flower show at some point, but it is definitely not just that. Um, there's design stuff, there's education stuff, there's neighborhood stuff. The other thing I would say, and I think this is really important to millennial audience audiences and younger, is it's not just a frivolous event, right? It's a giant fundraiser. The work is actually going to do stuff right here in Philadelphia if you've ever driven around Philly and you've seen, you know, a green lot with a fence around it and a couple of trees, that's output from not just the flower show, but including the flower show. You've probably passed by community gardens that receive support from the flower show. So it's a great fun day. You're learning things and seeing things. And it's not just a, a for-profit endeavor. It's really actually going to support stuff that you can see right here in the city. And I can't think of too many events like that. And then the fourth thing I'll say is then from all those things, it's word of mouth. If you came, Big. you had a great time, tell somebody and make it part of your routine, make it part of your ritual. Come every year and connect with somebody because it's really special to be walking that show floor with somebody. You know, I love the evenings because the pace is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You're in the city. So I would say those would be my four things for this audience. Come if you love beauty, flowers, if you love community engagement. Awesome. This is the place to be. And Steph, I will kill myself if I don't actually ask this question. I got to ask you this question, right? All right. So outside or inside? 
Oof, I gotta ask you this question. My PR team is gonna kill me. So I <laughs> truly, truly, I felt like they were two different, like outdoor felt, felt like this incredible festival. I absolutely loved it. I thought the second show was just like incredible. I did too. The indoor show does have a different energy because it's at a different time of year. You come through those doors, you have no idea what's going to be on the other side. And like that moment, you can't beat that, right? In terms of just pure, oh my gosh. So two, I'm going to take a cheater answer. <laughs> two different feels for me. I really love them both in a perfect world. I would do them both. My team would kill me, but um, <laughs> I got, I really like both of them. So um, I agree. I, in that second year outside of FDR Park, Snack Time killed it. You know, that uh, I was out there, I was with Snack Time. Good. It was like perfect for me. So I, I definitely know. agree with you on so that. Good. <laughs> definitely. Seth, again, um, please tell the people how they can uh, stay locked to the Flower Show, find inf more information, how they can um, grab tickets. It starts from on the second ends on the 10th please let them know the times again and again i thank you for joining us here on wrd thank you very soon saturday march 2nd to march 10th so kind of saturday to the next sunday phsonline.org you can go right there top right of the website is a big pink button says flower show click there tickets are super easy to get uh ours are 10 to 8 and uh 10 to 6 on sundays and um there's plenty of things to do. Come to Flowers After Hours. Yes, you yes. can get the ticket on that same website I mentioned. And uh, we hope to see you there. No doubt. And I also got approved for some media passes. So I'll be there covering the Flower Show. Speaking oh, to some guests and some attendees. So I look forward to bringing that back to the audience. You know, just getting that a testimony about how people love the Flower Show this year. So appreciate love you, Seth, for joining us this morning. I hope you have yeah. a great weekend for sure. Thank you for the time. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll see you soon. No doubt. Peace. Flower Show starting March 2nd. Let's go, Philly. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.